Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Hello and welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It is October 10th, 2023, episode 205. My name is Eric Peterson, and I am joined today by Mr. Daniel Garcia. How you doing, Daniel? Hello, I'm doing great, Eric. Awesome, great to hear. It's October. When did it get to be October already? Ten days ago. Um, <laughs> oh, hang on a second. Is my video off? Oh, there we go. YouTube. I'm looking at us on YouTube just to make sure I don't look, you know, weird. And it, there we go. I was like framed really weird. Live adjustments. There we go, folks. <laughs> I was like doing a Kilroy with just my nose. Daniel was here. Well, we're grateful you're all paying, uh, tuning in today to this podcast. And we are also grateful for our sponsor, Ordis <clears throat> Solutions. Absolutely. And as always, we've got many ways to say thanks back to Ordis. You can like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube. You can help Ordis reach for the stars and fork our repos. Um, you can start them. I, we got to have a, 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 a thing for that when I do that. <clears throat> um, you can star all of our GitHub box dependencies from Command Box with Eric's awesome Command Box GitHub tool. Kids, subscribe to our podcasts wherever fine podcasts are offered. Um, CFCast, sign up for a free or paid account and you get new content regularly. You can buy swag from our Box Life store. You know, I just changed my shirt. I had the cool Modernizer Die t-shirt on earlier, but I wanted to class it up for the podcast. So I, um, I got a, a hat I'm repping from the Box Life store. You can see the little Ortis Ninja here. Woo. Oh, I know. I should start doing that just to. But um, and you can buy Ortis books. And guess what, guys? People, they are now on Amazon. We made it. We're official. Yep. So the 102 cold box HMVC quick tips and tricks are on Gumroad or Amazon. And then our learn modern CF ML in 100 minutes is online as well. Also, we wouldn't be here without our sensational Patreon supporters. We have 38 Patreon supporters, and we're going to tell you more about them and how you can also join at the end of this podcast. Absolutely. Let me get that to the chat. This is going to be one of those days, Eric, where I just want to listen to you talk and I'm going to forget to paste links. I'm going to try really hard <laughs> not, to, not to be like that, but no guarantees. No worries. We haven't hosted together in a while and <clears throat> I just get lost in what you say in a good way. Not like, what's he talking about? Yeah, it's okay. It's both. Uh, on to some news and announcements. We did mention it is October, which means Hacktoberfest is here. This Yay. is the annual uh, contribution <clears throat> drive, I guess, contest, sweepstakes. It's none of those. Uh, it's GitHub's push to have everybody contribute to open source. And so if you uh, sign up on Hacktoberfest.com, you'll sign in with your GitHub account answer a few questions, and you make four poll requests throughout the month of October, you can get a cool t-shirt, donate it to a tree, uh, not to a tree, donate to plant a tree, <laughs> um, don't get and some a, other things there. 
You actually don't get a t-shirt anymore. Oh, you don't? I haven't read no, they they stopped doing that. Um, yeah, they're moving away from a free t-shirt and only doing digital rewards. <clears throat> so sad. So I guess it's a little more altruistic. I know I've got t-shirts the last several years, but no more, which I get, right? They're trying to, you know, sustainability. I get it. But they had cool t-shirts. <laughs> all right. Um, also, I believe all the um, all the Ortis repos are tagged for Hacktoberfest. They are, including our docs repos. Yeah. So if you want to uh, do some pull requests into our Ortis stuff, get back to, you know, some things, you can do that. And if there's an Ortis repo that is not tagged for some reason, let us know and we'll make sure we get tagged. I know there was one I found the other day that wasn't tagged that I just happened to submit a pull request for. So I was like, Brad, please update this one so I can get credit. And he did. <laughs> That's awesome. So come support your uh, favorite box products during this Hacktoberfest. We have a couple of new releases and updates. I uh, believe they're all updates here. Uh, Adobe just this morning released an update for the 2023 server. Uh, their notes say they refreshed the server zip and GUI installers, lockdown installers, and add-on add installer. So I'm not sure if there's anything else in there that you would want to grab, but if you're on 2023, there is an update for you. Uh, Lucy as well. Uh, they have an RC out for Lucy 5.4.3.11. forget how many numbers are on this thing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, mostly bug fix releases. Uh, so make sure to test this because they're going to release this and back and merge in the uh, vulnerability update that they had as well. So we'll list that and link to the notes where they've shown all the bug fixes, a few query queries things, um, integer big decimal fixes, serialized JSON, things like that. So when you do semantic versioning, how many decimals can you go? Well, uh, Lucy doesn't do semantic versioning. They do, I think it's called like paradigm versioning. So oh. the first number five is like, we're going to stay on five until we feel like we want to go to six. Like it's a big uh, headline thing we want to do. The second number is major. So you can have breaking changes as that second number changes. The th and then the third number is mine is like minor and patch put together. So, so that's why going from Lucy five three to five four does have breaking changes. So you got to look for those. Interesting. Scott's in the chat and he's calling it pedantic versioning. <laughs> I, I've seen other other places use this as well. It's it's when you want that marketing right. You don't want like Lucy five to be changing to Lucy six, Lucy seven, Lucy eight every couple months. You want to keep that. You want to keep that name. So, so I can get it. Just know that Lucy's second number means major release. It isn't six. Like really, really, right around the door. Sure. I, I keep seeing <laughs> like activity about that on the on the Slack and stuff. Yeah, I know they're working on it. We keep hearing about it. Um, I'm excited to see when they uh, can get it out. Right we have on. one more. Uh, Awesome release. CB Wire 3.1 was released. Great work uh, to our own Mr. Grant Copley. He uh, has five headline features. Well, four and some bug fixes, I guess. So there's some auto injection of assets now. 
lifecycle hooks for interceptors and on update and on update property application helpers available in your wire component templates and some performance improvements to the unified component and template files. So lots packed into 3.1. It's worth upgrading even if all you get is the bug fixes. So yeah. great work and CB wire just keeps marching on. Well, I heard that um, the grants, I mean, grants always work on it anyway, right? Like anything, but he's actually using it on a couple projects now. And as he's working on it, it's like, oh, this should do that. Okay, now, now it does that, boom. And um, so he's definitely uh, using it and improving it. And it's yeah. not a passion project, it's a fully production product. It's always fun to hit that point in the project and come off the other side. I remember that for like quick. It was this whole like QB and quick both were just this like, I've made it. Now I need to convince people to let me use it. And once, it, <laughs> once we did, we started being able to add more quickly all the features we were missing. So, On the flip side, when you're working on CBQ, it's like, this is cool. And like every day, I got to get the latest updates from Eric, so I'm not sure what's going on. And now it was like bleeding. Was there something before Bleeding Edge? Like uh, No, no. It was, <laughs> it was like 0 0.0.1 or something. <laughs> like I took a day off, and I was like way behind. <laughs> But. All right, that rounds up our updates and releases. Let's talk about some web bar, webinars, meetups, <clears throat> and workshops. Yeah, so Evan, in case you missed it, at OOP and Code Fusion um, for the Hawaii CFUG, uh, he did an object-oriented programming um, session, talked about abstraction, encapsulation, inheritance, polymorphism, um, all the good stuff you'd expect to see with OO and Code Fusion. Um, we're going to have the link there. I think they recorded it. And I'm slowly seeing a message come through that Eric is doing a workshop on Inertia JS and CB Inertia for the Hawaii CFUG this month sometime. That's awesome, Eric. Yeah. I got to look up the date. I think it's the last Friday in October, but it's some, it's sometime this month. <laughs> yeah. And I got to meet uh, John Barrett at uh, Summit. He was out from Hawaii. Why would anybody leave Hawaii? <laughs> go to, <laughs> to go to a Cold Fusion Conference, of course. <laughs> That's right. We're going to get to that one in a minute. But first, yeah. let's talk about some CFCasts. Um, CFCast, of course, is releasing content regularly for you for free and paid subscribers. And we have had some videos drop in the Mastering CB Wire series, again, with Grant. Uh, the video that was released in the last few weeks, How CB Wire Works, Video 3. So check that out if you're a paid subscriber or go ahead and sign up for an account so you can check out all those videos. Yeah, we still do free trials, right? Uh, there's no, there's free videos. There's not really oh. a free trial. So I misspoke. My apologies. Plenty of free videos, though, as well. Um, we're also excited to announce that for Into the Box uh, 2023, it is currently a premium package. So people who attended the conference and those who want to purchase the premium package can have access now. It will be coming to all subscribers in November, six months after the conference. So, so next month. So next month. Yeah, I wonder with some of that. I think we're probably okay this year. But I know sometimes you get a topic and like in six months, it's evolved enough that you're like, oh, should have gotten it earlier or just come to the conference. Or just come to the conference. That's right. <laughs> uh, speaking of conferences, there was one uh, last week. And I think you were there, weren't you, Daniel? 
I was. CF Summit 2023 in Las Vegas at the beautiful Mirage Hotel and Casino, soon to be renamed, I think, the Hard Rock Hotel. Hard Rock bought them out, and they're going to be rebranding them. And Oh, isn't there so, already a Hard Rock Hotel? You know, I don't know if they're just moving it or just, I don't really know. Branding. Um, it's like when Twitter decided they were X. It's like, let's throw away all of the branding work we've done for a decade. <laughs> Well, to be fair, Elon's wanted to be an X.com company for like 30 years or something, 25 years. So he just finally got his way. And we all still call Back in the PayPal day, he wanted to call PayPal X.com. And they're like, nope. <clears throat> but anyway, it was a cool conference. Got to see a lot of a lot of old friends, make some new friends. Um, it's like anything with these conferences, right? You get really excited. You get to see everything. Almost information overload at times. Um Definitely some highlights and some lowlights. Like, for example, the volcano in front of the Mirage was turned off. And so um, couldn't see that this year. Um, there's going to be a big race coming to Vegas in a couple of weeks or a month. I don't know if it's NASCAR or Formula One. I don't know. I'm not a big racing person. Somebody in the chat wants to, like, chime in. But they're building up all these different grandstands around the strip. And so it blocks a lot of the stuff you would normally see. And so it's kind of like, it's really cool that they're doing this, but if you're just there for when we were there and you didn't get to really see some of the cool stuff. But um, my wife and son came along for the ride and they had a blast just going around. I think they made it to the M&M store. They got my son like his own M&Ms with his logo on it or his face on it. I haven't seen him yet, um, but just a lot of fun stuff. And so uh, anyway, as far as Cold Fusion stuff goes, <laughs> Um, a lot of good sponsors. Just I talked to a lot of people that came to the booth. Um, one person in particular was loving that CB wire, and as well they should. Just couldn't say enough good things about CB wire. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, thank you everybody who's stopped by our booth and uh, got to know us. We hope to catch you here in the podcast and on the Slack or our forums. We have a couple other conferences coming up. It's uh, Into the Box season. Into the Box LATAM is November 30th at the University of Business in El Salvador. The speakers and schedules are available. You can go ahead and go purchase your tickets online now and join us in El Salvador. Woohoo. I think I think Grant's going to be in El Salvador. So talking about CB Grant is there this year. Yes. So if you missed him and you want to go hear CB Wire, just go to El Salvador. Beautiful country. You have a nice, uh, trying to find them. You know what? It's in, the topics are in Spanish, but I think he's not speaking Spanish when he presents it. <laughs> no, they'll have somebody uh, uh, translating for him. He's talking about CB Wire and Alpine JS. Yes. So, don't sweet. know what about those two, but I can pick out those words on this page of Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at it. I'm like, uh... <laughs> Google Translate to your friend there. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there you go. Chrome. <laughs> so, and uh, we announced a while ago Into the Box 2024 in Washington, D.C., May 15th through 17th. You can get your blind tickets now. Those are tickets that are the cheapest that you'll get them by saying, I don't even know who you're going to have speaking. I know your conference is going to be epic. Also, <laughs> if you're interested in speaking, our call for speakers is open. You can come sign up to uh, come speak at the conference, be able to attend the conference for free and stay there as our thank you. 
We look forward to hearing about your topics and the awesome things that you're working on in the Cold Fusion and Cold Box world. Absolutely. And, you know, it is a blind ticket, but I can almost guarantee that Eric will be there speaking on at least one or two awesome things. I'll, I'll try. Is my guess. I haven't actually I haven't looked at the uh, call for speakers, what's been submitted yet, but yeah, it's a pretty safe bet. <laughs> I got to see if I can get people to let me do my tailwind talk yet. Nobody wants oh, I see to what let you, me talk about tailwind. <laughs> I see what you did there. Are you going to CF people will do that? Oh, I did not mean to, but uh, I'm going to do that from now on. It's a good dad joke. It is. My son does not appreciate a good dad joke. A very niche dad joke. <laughs> He's very annoyed or very tired of every time he says, Dad, I'm hungry. I'm like, hi, hungry. I'm dad. Hey, my kids are the same. <laughs> All right. And if you need more conferences, comps.tech has, has you covered. Head there. You can search, filter, and find the conference. That is what you're looking for. Sweet. I got the link there. Let's talk about some blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. That's right. Tweets, because they're always going to be tweets. Absolutely. So first one's coming from James Moberg, talking about how to check SSL certs using ColdFusion and Curl. Um, basically, somebody in the CF program of Facebook group references dev article on how to do that. And so he's just posting about a UDF he wrote a while back that leverages Curl, just trying to show how you can do that. And I got to see James at Summit and hang out with him a bit. And he helped me. Uh, this is it's going to sound bad, but he helped me smuggle my son to the Adobe party, which is to say that he just kind of walked with me and my wife and my son just kind of walked next to us as we got into the Adobe party and nobody looked twice. And so I did get permission, but we didn't have the little the Mirage security people aren't always on the same page as the Adobe people. So got it <laughs> a little oceans 11 situation going on and we got him in there that's fun so yeah um james's code here his little udf not little but his udf uh will give you back information on the ssl certificate um i could definitely see this as something that could help like uh, a monitoring monitoring situation that you have make sure your sites don't lapse in their ssl certs which has probably happened to all of us so. At least. And then coming up after that, I scrolled too far. We've got Charlie Earhart, who I saw as well. Charlie's doing well. Um, but he talks about testing if a port can be reached using the built-in tools other than good old Telnet. So in his post, he talks about using, if you're using PowerShell, you can use the test net connection option. Um, you can use SSH with curl or just SSH to test. He's got some other CLI tools that he talks about using and just basically not the town. You got lots of ways to test to see if a port's open and available and, and whatnot. I'm not going to go through all of them because there's a lot, but you got the link there and check that out. Thank you, Charlie. And it was good seeing you, man. We got a couple from uh, Ben Nadell. So first up generating a table of contents using JSoup and cold fusion. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that uh, both Ben and ourselves are big fans of JSoup, which is a Java library for parsing and traversing HTML. And so in here, he goes and shows how he can take the different headings in his document and generate a dynamic uh, table of contents so he can keep writing his book all in Markdown and not have to do all of that work every time he changes something. Oh, Ben's running a book, you say? He's writing a book on feature flags. Yay. 
I actually knew that. I just wanted to announce on the podcast that Ben's writing a book on feature flags. Featureflagsbook.com. Oh, he's got the domain? I don't think I saw that. Yes. So. I'm going to go to it first to make sure I've got the right URL. Featureflagbook.com. Yep. It has a rough draft up there already if you want to read that. So. Oh, featureflagsbook.com. Yes. Yep. I misheard. Boom. Uh, the chat. Next up from Ben, we have understanding the trim white space function in Lucy. Um, I didn't know this existed, <laughs> this function. Um, and so, honestly, this was just a good one to see. Like, he does all the experiments that you'd want to do about what does this function do and why would I be using it? And uh, it's basically going to replace various uh, new line characters and trim them out of the middle of your strings, like when you have a multi line string. So, Oh, Check really? out his post to see uh, what that turns into. And uh, yeah, thanks for doing the testing for us, Ben, and writing it down. We should link to that on the trim white space function on CF Docs too. If any of you out there would like a Hacktoberfest pull request, that is something you can do. CF Docs lets you have links. You go link to this article on the trim white space function, and bam, one of your four done. Boom. You're welcome. Our Bam. I promise not to take it from you. I will not either. Or just in general, CF Docs, they've got lots of stuff you can update. I think they keep a list of things that you could do. So if you don't know what to do, just go look there and pick something from the list. And that's, I, I, love, uh, I love P- uh, contributing two. to CF Docs because I, I use it daily. I love that site. <laughs> yeah. It's All good. Right. Was- oh, go ahead. I'll just say I was, uh, Pete's booth was right next to our, the orders booth. So we got to hang out with Pete. Nice. It's well. always a good time to hang out with Pete. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, last blog post we have uh, is, again, from Charlie Earhart. It's solving failure and applying the latest CF updates uh, or avoiding that failure. Um, so Charlie's going through, if you're having some problems, uh, applying the latest updates, including you know the latest ones from today or October 6th. It probably has to do with Java. Um, and he goes through the fixes for that. So it's not a, uh, a catch-all article. He's not going through every problem that you may have, but it is going through this one with uh, using uh, the, an older JVM. So if that is applies to you, check out this article on solving that failure. I'm scanning it again. I looked at it earlier. I'm scanning it again. You just always get... You know what's awesome about Charlie? He always just really goes in depth. He just doesn't say, here's the fix. He's like, here's the fix, and then gives you all the context around it. <laughs> well, let's jump into finding a job. Over on getcfmljobs.com, we have 99 cold fusion positions from 63 companies across 42 locations and in five countries. There were two new jobs listed in the last few weeks. Want to tell us about those, Daniel? Absolutely. There's a full-time software engineer uh, for Confusion. Oh, man. I should read this in advance. Poon Maharashtra. Yeah. If I if I mispronounce that, I'm sorry. Um, and then there's also a full-time CF position in Washington, D.C. on site for Tamina. If you're working in D.C., you know what you can do next May, Eric? You can come into the box. You can come into the box. So and, uh, uh, I, I I looked at this uh, job posting in their description, and I was a little scared. 
Um, nope. They said that they want people with experience with Cold Fusion version 9 and 10. And Adobe Flex. So, really, I do feel like if you do have that experience, you probably could command a pretty good price for this. Because <laughs> that's some very specific skill sets. <laughs> I know a dev that's got that experience. So, Can you even do Flex anymore? I mean, with all the Flash stuff going away? I have no idea. They're making it work somehow. <laughs> oh, my. So... Like I said, interesting job. I would you could look at it as I'm gonna get paid really well for this. <laughs> there you go. And then you come into the box. And then come to into the box. Yeah. We were actually we were talking up into the box. Obviously, we we're talking it up last week, and a lot of people excited that it's gonna be in DC. I know I'm and excited. I, I'm very excited. You know, I know I told many people that. I'm like, Eric is really excited about this. And then how how we were all talking about all the things to do in DC and I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what I'm gonna talk on. I'm assuming I'm gonna present on something. I just don't know what that something is yet. <laughs> Get there. Just put a there bunch of things there. into the call for speakers. Mm-hmm. All right, let's round this up. Let's talk about our Forge Box module of the week. We have the Cold Box Metadata Exporter. This is by our very own Gavin Pickin. And it's a module that every time you load your application for the first time or re-init, it is going to export the metadata about your mappings to JSON files for VS Code and other external tools. So I have it up here on my screen. I'll switch there for the people watching. And you can see it's just a JSON file that has the path that, or the mapping name and then the path to the file, the name, and the type. And this is so VS Code will allow you to do things like click through these mappings and it will open that file for you. So now if you're using router at Coldbox in your uh, in your code, you can click through that and it will know to open up config.router. And that will update every time again you uh, re-init your application. So I do believe that they need to do an update to the VS Code plugin for Coldbox before this um all works together but this is the first uh the first piece of it the cold box metadata exporter nice now is this something that you should keep in your git ignore or something you'd want to track in the it is source? it is put inside your vs code folder and so that is usually oh. get ignored for most of us so got it yep no that makes sense that gavin that it's always gavin. fun yep. he's always uh he gets super super uh inspired and excited and that's interesting what he comes up with or it's cool what he comes up with and on to our vs code hint tip and trick of the week uh this one is pieces.app um we, i'll be honest we were discussing this earlier <laughs> pieces kind of is buzzword heavy um, so we're going to try to distill it down for you and we'll probably lose some of what makes it great, but it, uh, it seems to be a, a snippet manager that does on device, uh, AI tagging and categorizing, trying to surface it when you need it again. Um, they uh. have lots more that they want to talk about, about that. And I encourage you to check out their website. They have a video that goes over it. And uh, hopefully you can discover exactly what they're looking to do. 
it was recommended to us because one, it is on device. So this isn't sending any of your code somewhere else like GitHub Copilot is. So if that's a concern for you. Um, and additionally, I had James Moberg, who's one of our Patreon supporters, uh, has helped pressure them to get CFML support in pieces. So it already supports CFML as you add those snippets to your code. So there is a companion, there's an app for your, uh, for Windows or Mac. There's an app for, or an extension for VS Code. There is a uh, Chrome extension as well. So you can have it everywhere to clip where you need. So I will be checking this out. It sounds somewhat similar to another tool that I really like that kind of went away. I don't know if you remember Codiga from last year. I was really excited about it. And they added Cofusion support. And then they got bought out by another company. And that was the end of that. Maybe they got bought out by pieces. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. Probably not. It was, it was good for them because I saw who they got bought out by. I'm like, oh, good for you guys. That's awesome. But it was also sad because I really liked what that was doing. So that is pieces.app, and that will get you links to all these other, uh, all the downloads that you need to get going on that one. Sweet. That brings us to the end today, and we'd love to tell you about our, uh, our sensational Patreon supporters. These are individuals and companies personally supporting our open source initiatives so we can make the great toolings like Command Box, Cold Box, Forge Box, Content Box, Test Box, and all your other box products that you love. It helps them get the continuous development they need and funds the cloud infrastructure that we rely on with ForgeBox for our package management. You can support us yourself at patreon.com slash order solutions. If you subscribe at the bronze package and up, you get a ForgeBox Pro and CFCast subscription as a perk. And all Patreon supporters have a profile badge on our community website, access to their own private forum on that website, and access to a private channel on the box team Slack. Would you like to uh, round it up by listing our top Patreon supporters? I would love to. So these are the sensational, as Eric mentioned. I think you did sensational in honor of Las Vegas. That's right. Because when you go to Vegas, it's sensational. Anyway, so we've got uh, John Wilson with Synaptrix, Tomorrow's Guide, Jordan Clark, Gary Knight, Giancarlo, excuse me, Giancarlo Gomez. I can't talk. <clears throat> David Bellinger, Dan Card, Jeffrey McGee with Sunstar Media, Dean Mounder, Kevin Wright, Doug Kane, Nolan Irk, and Abdul Rahim. Thank you to those Patreons and to all our many more Patreons. You can see an update list of all of them and all our sponsors on our website, ordersolutions.com slash about dash us slash sponsors. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today, and we'll catch you again in a couple weeks. Sounds good. Take care. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.